Hi everyone, it's Dave here. Thanks for joining with us. And I would just like to pray before we go any further. So thank you, God, that you love each one listening today, wherever we are and whatever we've been up to. Your love is constant, sure and certain. I thank you that you are for us, have a plan and purpose for each of our lives, and you know us intimately. So might you come today and speak to each and every one of us and help me to communicate your heart and your word. Amen. Well, can I just send out congratulations to everyone? We've made it to the end of January and there's only 327 days left till Christmas. <laughs> Quite frankly, so many of you out there, you deserve a medal. Uh, those who are homeschooling, self-isolating, if you're working in the NHS, if you're one of the key workers keeping the country going, we appreciate everything you're doing. And we're praying for you. And we'd encourage everyone else to do all we can to stay safe, keep others safe, and support and encourage those around us in this season that we find ourselves in. They might be challenging days we're living in, but I've loved hearing about the wave of creativity that lockdown has birthed, especially amongst the young teens in the nation. Uh, there was the girl who took a screen grab picture and put it up on a computer screen, giving the impression to her teacher that her screen had frozen while she went off and did something more interesting. And then there was the boy who downloaded an app that made his voice all distort so the teacher didn't involve him in any class discussions. And of course this week, there was the young boy who went viral, didn't he, when he changed his name on his Zoom class call to reconnecting. The problem was he spelt reconnecting wrong, so got found out by the teacher. Oh, I'm not encouraging all those kind of things, but did make me smile and laughter's a good medicine. In the last few weeks in particular, uh, there's been three thoughts that have been with me so strongly and I just can't shake them off, so I'm going to share them with the church. It won't take long, so stay with me. They're about our race of faith, our God of hope, and our life in the power of the Spirit. The first verse that we're going to look at is in 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 24. I'm reading from the NASB, where Paul writes, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win. Now, in particular, I've been praying and thinking about my life, our family, the church, and how it's going to pan out in 2021. But the latter part of that verse keeps coming back to me. Run in such a way as to win. As a PE teacher, we used to teach students how to run, what to do with your arms and your legs, your head and your shoulders, the stride length of your knee and, and how you drove the ground away. Many actors that you see on TV, they can deliver their lines, but they have to be taught how to run. It'd be a bit silly if Wonder Woman or James Bond started running like Big Bird with arms flapping everywhere. There is a way to run efficiently, effectively and at speed. And you know, there is a way that we can run our race of faith. I appreciate that the sporting analogy doesn't work for everybody, but when Paul wrote to the Corinthian church, they understood this picture, this illustration. You see, they have an Olympic-style games that were run every two years where running featured strongly. Everyone would be able to visualize that honed athlete uh, pressing forwards towards the finishing line. They could relate it to their faith. And I feel we need to ask ourselves, are we running our race in such a way as to win? Or are we just bumbling along in some kind of fun run? 
What will it take for each of us to run our race of faith this year? For God's great call is still there to go and make disciples, share his life and love. God's radiant and brilliant church needs to be seen in the nations. And no pandemic's going to stop that. It was time for me to consider how am I doing in my daily disciplines of life? Not to beat myself up, but to think of myself with sober judgment, like it says in Romans 12 and verse 3. I needed to pause and ask myself whether the habits that I was in were healthy, good, positive, uplifting, upbuilding, or did I need to make some adjustments? As I consider, am I running in such a way to win? We need to maybe reflect and do a reset or recalibrate, reconnect with God during this season of lockdown in a fresh way. This week, I have a skybox and it seemed to be working okay, but then suddenly there were some functions not, not going quite right and I needed to reconnect to the internet. Something had caused it to disconnect. And sometimes in our lives, stuff happens and we need to reconnect with God. Those things can be heartache, uh, frustration, disappointment, loss, pain, redundancy. All of these things take place. And they can cause us to be disconnected, fractured in our relationship with God. And we ultimately need to address that issue. One of the challenges of the current season is our inability to see each other, which that can lead to isolation. It distorts and intensifies the feelings we're going through. But the good news is this. We have the Holy Spirit who is the comforter, the healer, He's the teacher. He's the one who comes alongside each and every one of us. Whatever the situation, we just need to open our heart to him. Practically, what, what does it look like when I consider the daily disciplines of my life? Here are a few things I'd just like you to think about. Ask yourself some questions about your race of faith. How is your time in the word? You know, maybe we just need to sort a better time for us where we can get into God's word more systematic, more disciplined. You can read the Bible through in a year if you read 15 minutes a day. I've decided that one of my goals is going to be using the Bible in one year app. It's a free app from Nicky Gumbel. I'm going to see if I can read the Bible through in a year. One month down, 11 to go. But if that's too overwhelming for you to think about, why don't you just start by doing Matthew in a month or a proverb a day? One thing's for sure. If we are to run in such a way as to win... We need to get the word of God inside of us. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Jesus in what is known as the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter six, talks about three dynamics. And he says, when you give, when you fast and when you pray. So let's just ask ourselves a question. How are we doing in our giving, praying and fasting? You know, what an opportunity we have in 2021 for us all to run in such a way as to win. Let's be those who sow and give like never before. Let's be brave and courageous and take a step out in faith as we tithe and bring our offerings. Let's make sure that we are honoring the Lord with our money. But you know what? How about our time and our talents? What am I doing in life now that maybe is a little too self-centered? Maybe it's time to make some adjustments. Change focus and start stirring the pot of faith in our life. This coming month gives us a great opportunity in our church family to set aside some additional time to fast and pray. We've got a month where we're looking to press into God. 
Now, I'm sure we'll pray for the nation's governments, for the whole COVID situation, for the lost, for the needy. But the primary reason to call this month of prayer is to know him and to seek his face. We'd love to see two or three people a day, maybe more, throughout the month, signing up and giving some additional time to fast, to pray, to praise, to press into God's presence. And you can sign up for any of those days on the easy link that's found on our church website. But whether you're in the church family here or not, why not take a step out in faith, faster the measure you're able. And we know that God's word is true, that the promise of God in Jeremiah 29, 13 is that when you seek God, you will find him when you seek him with all your heart. Maybe this month is a little bit less TV and screen time and a bit more pressing into God time. Put a praise song on from YouTube or a CD. Listen to what God has to say to you. Go for a walk. Maybe go for a walk with each other. After all, you know we are allowed to go for a walk with somebody else socially distant. Let's be those that look on what we can do rather than fixate on what we can't. As we consider running our race of faith, let's take practical steps because most of us improve by small increments that are repeated. You know, it's, the example is don't try and lose a stone of weight in two weeks. How about just lose two pounds and keep it off? Maybe start reading the Bible in little portions, little chunks. Be realistic, but fueled by faith. In our life of faith, we might not have even talked to anybody about Jesus, but use Facebook and the internet and text and WhatsApp to let friends and family know you're praying for them. Take a little step of faith and be amazed what God can do with that. As our dear friend and evangelist Arna Scargan says, give the Holy Spirit something to work with. God loves to see it when we respond wholeheartedly, not half-hearted and lukewarm. Let's, in these days, be a people who run in such a way as to win. You know, three weeks ago, I was having a word about hope. It centered around those two great scriptures in Jeremiah 29, 11, where God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And Paul writing in Romans 15, 13, says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We have a number of people who videoed themselves talking about their hopes for the year. Maybe we'll show them some other time. But Roger Aubrey, a friend and, and Ephesians 4 teacher from Cardiff, sent us a word on hope and wow, it was great. We needed to, we needed to put it out. Have another listen to Roger. Um, through our website if, and you'll be strengthened. Your faith and hope will rise in your heart. Remember, his biblical definition of hope is this. It is the unwavering expectation of eventual good. The certain, confident and unwavering expectation of eventual good. Biblical hope not only desires to see something uh, good for the future, it fully expects it to happen. And hope can carry us through and help us persevere and patiently wait through any challenge when we have God's hope. David said, we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. And we, as believers, can have a hope like the great hymn says, that is steadfast and certain. How are you doing in your hope today? You know, if it's a struggle, if you find yourself wavering, do something positive. Will you listen to Roger again? He who promised is faithful. 
So we need to run in such a way as to win. We need to consider the daily disciplines of our life. We must continue to have fresh hope. And the final thing that God came and challenged me about was the source of my strength in doing life. You know, it's not good to be operating in the natural mind, relying on your gifts and talents, no matter even if God's given them. For Zechariah says in chapter four and verse six, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. It was this scripture that God asked me about how I was living my life. And today maybe asks you to see if you're fully tapping in to the person and the power of the Holy Spirit. Right now, like never before, there's an opportunity to get to know him better. Legalistic people won't make things happen. Talented people won't see the church flourishing and impacting the world. We all need to be those who are desperate for a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit. Living life by the power of the Spirit is so crucial. Jesus said, John 7 verse 37, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. And later, he spoke to the people and said, your father in heaven will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Now we need to be those who come thirsty and ask the spirit of the living God to fall afresh on us. If we're gonna run our race of faith in such a way as to win, we need to be filled afresh with the Holy Spirit. Ask yourself, why would you ever settle for anything less than God has promised? For Jesus promised the disciples that that spirit would come and they would be his witnesses all over the world. And that promise to them holds good for us today. We can all boldly approach the throne of grace and he will pour out his spirit on those who are hungry and thirsty. So before we close, before we finish, let's find a moment to pause, ask him to give us his spirit. Give God an open invitation to just see if there's anything in your life that needs to be adjusted. And then you can start taking steps of faith. Run in such a way as to win. Know the God of hope filling your life and experience the power of his Holy Spirit constantly filling you in these days ahead. Let's just take a moment as we close to reach out wherever you are. Maybe lift up your hands in prayer. Holy Spirit, come, fill us afresh, we pray. Let it be your will and not my will. Thank you for the hope and strength and life and power that you have available for each and every one of us. Amen.